Om. Hello and welcome to It's All Right Here, the podcast series where I share short and sweet tips, strategies, and practices to help you live your very best life. If you stick around long enough, you will build a toolbox full of all things good for you, all here to help you rise into your next best and highest evolution. I'm your host, Britt B. Steele, and I have spent the last 25 years doing my very best to live my most optimal life and to help women do the same. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey there, it is so great to be back with you. And today's topic is one of my favorites. <laughs> sometimes sometimes I feel like I say that all the time, but it is a favorite of mine because it's sort of my secret little weapon, if you will, that I use as a way in which to optimize work, energy, and love. So I hope that for you, you find that through today's topic, which is all about purifying this vessel, that you will find too that there are some things that I might be doing that you can do and or just inspire you to make these things your own. So let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic. One of the things that students frequently say to me is, Britt, the way that you live, it's not normal. It's like most of the world doesn't live like you. And when people say that to me, it's usually after they've gotten to know me a little bit better. They've sort of been in my secret world. They've come and retreat with me in my home here at La Sagrada. They've done private work with me, something. And it's almost like they're telling me a little secret about myself. And I often laugh and sort of cock my head like a puppy and think, huh, is it really that strange what I do? And then when I ask my close-in circle, my colleagues, is this strange? Like, do I live unusually? They look at me like, uh, you have no idea. And so today I'm going to let you in the back door of some of the strange and wonderful things that I do that make the greatest and most positive difference in my life. Because for me, this is a classic case of, I can't see the forest through the trees. But when I take a step back from the life that I live on the day-to-day, where the entirety of my focus is on these three primary topics, like I think about these three topics all the time, energy, work, and love. And I give up almost anything for those three things, energy, work, and love. And when I take a step back and look at these things and look at my life, I got to face it. I do some really weird things. I'm going to share some of those with you. (laughs) So here's a phrase I use when I'm talking to students and clients that really feels foundational to me. It's one of the touchstones in our 108-day pilgrimage that we do every year. And it's a thing that I'm really conscious of. This is a thing that is always top of mind for me. And it breaks down to three simple words. Purify this vessel. So today I'm going to unfold this for you, and then I'm going to speak into some of the strange and wonderful ways that I do just this in my life, purify 
this vessel. So first, purify. The word purify isn't about doing things in a good way or a bad way. It's not about being morally correct or in alignment with someone else's version of rightness or righteousness. When I say purify, it's not a religious construct or concept. It's simply a word that helps me remember to clear out the clutter, to move out the junk, and to keep myself free and open so that the things, people, life experiences, words, foods, music, media, all of it, that do me and do this body good can enter. So before you think it, the answer is no. That doesn't mean in any way that I'm spiritually bypassing suffering or struggle or deep and hard life lessons or big work. In fact, by purifying the vessel and keeping myself open and free and clear for all the good things to enter, it's actually the opposite. I do deeper work. I'm more willing to sit with myself when I'm uncomfortable or when I'm suffering or when I'm struggling. And I'm really willing to step consciously and cognizantly into life's hard lessons. So that's purify. The next part of this phrase are the two words, this vessel. This vessel is this body-mind complex in which I walk. Sometimes I lovingly refer to it as my fancy ride or the skin bag. But whatever you choose to call it, it's essentially a recognition that the body-mind complex is a container. It's a thing, if you will, that will receive and hold whatever you put into it consciously, or what enters you when you're not paying attention. So here's the deal. For me, I'm really careful. My body-mind complex, my vessel, I am careful about what I let enter it. So I do everything in my power to not let it fill up with the things that are not going to serve me. So this whole phrase, purify this vessel, is just my way of saying every day, let's do this. Let's do this right, right? It's like saying, may I rise each morning and shine. May I bring into my body and my mind anything and everything that keeps me open and free so that I may be happy, peaceful, free from suffering, and impactful in all the right ways on this planet. So now I'm going to circle back. Remember I said that I do everything for energy, work, and love. This is a really important point to note because these are the three categories that I'm constantly looking to optimize in my life. Energy. I want it stable and I want a lot of it, but I want it in the right amounts and at the right times. I don't want energy at three in the morning. And I don't want so much energy going out that I can't receive, can't listen. Instead, I want to be stable, steady, and I want a constant, consistent flow of impactful energy until it's dark outside, and then I want to turn it all off and go to sleep. Work. I want to do good work in this world. I want to do good work for myself. I want to do good work for others. And ultimately, I want to do good work for this world. And love. I want to be a vessel for love. I want to be kind and clear. And sometimes for me, that means I'm a little bit sharp. I would rather cut to the chase and get straight to the point than beat around the bush and waste my time or your time. 
My students and my clients know this about me. I don't dance around things. I go straight to what I see and I speak to it. And to me, this is love. It's how I want to be treated. And for me, love is direct, it's honest, and it's open. It's also what serves me first. Not at a base level, but essentially at a soul level. Because I've come to learn in my life that if something is truly good for me, it is bound to be good for everyone and everything that I touch. Okay. For your sake, today I want to keep this really simple. And I just want you to think about what you bring into your life, into your body, your mind, your heart, that is helping you. So do it with me now. Just take a really deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. And think about your life and what's working for you. What are you eating? What are you listening to? Who are you surrounding yourself with? What practices or activities are inspiring you, are bringing you closer to truth, closer to love, closer to honesty, all those things. Now, we're doing it together here and now, but I'm going to suggest that you return to this. Write this question down. Remember that we are essentially focusing our attention on what are you doing and what are you bringing into your life and into your body and into your mind and into your heart that is helping you. Now, here's the second half of that. You're going to take another breath. Inhale and exhale. And as you exhale, you're going to think about your life, let go of any preconceived judgment, and then ask yourself, so what am I bringing into my life and into my body and my heart and my mind that is not serving me? Now, notice if you restrict or constrict and go, oh, I don't want to think about these things. It doesn't mean they're not there. It doesn't mean they're not happening. And so the reason I said let go of any preconceived judgment is because I also want you to know this is not about being perfect, people. It's not to say that you never have a cup of coffee or you never have a glass of wine, but it gets really clear, really, really clear, really quickly when you think about wine or coffee, for example, and you pay attention to how many cups of coffee you're having at what time of day or how many glasses of wine you're consuming And how either of those things leave you feeling immediately after, some hours after, or the morning after. Because we want to be clear, and we want to bring into our body-mind complex what's serving us. And we want to be aware of when we're bringing in things that are not serving us. So when I speak about purifying the vessel, I'm talking about what I'm eating and what I'm drinking But I'm also talking about how much of it that I'm eating and drinking and at what time I'm eating and drinking those things. Because I want to be aware of the ways in which that everything that I bring into my body-mind complex is affecting me. So, for example, I want to be clear that I'm eating and drinking during the midday so that when the evening comes, my body can begin to prepare itself for rest. So 
I'm going to just jump right on in to five sort of the strange and wonderful things that I do on a regular basis that I have learned that work really well for me. So I'm just going to list these out and I'm going to pay attention to these and share these with you and then you can tweak them or elaborate them or shift them or change them or maybe they'll just inspire within you ways in which that you might purify your vessel. Because let me be clear, your life and your vessel and your intentions in this life are different than mine. We're all different. So just take this as some inspiration and see where it takes you. So number one, I eat my largest meal at the middle of the day. This means that when the sun is high in the sky and the world is experiencing the most activity and the most heat, I align my own body with the rhythm of the planet. I have found that if I eat my largest meal in the middle of the day, I sleep better, I wake more rested, my skin tone is more vibrant, I have more energy, I'm happier, I'm more impactful, I'm more joyful, and I feel more free. All because I eat my big meal in the middle of the day. I don't need a scientific journal to tell me that this is good or bad or right or wrong. I am my own scientific experiment. And I know that this works for me. Strange and wonderful as it is, I eat my largest meal at the middle of the day. Okay, so then, number two. I rise before dawn every morning. Let me repeat, every morning. Not just some of the time, but all of the time. Now, if I'm sick or something really strange is going on in my life, that's a different story. But on the day-to-day, on the up and up, I rise before dawn seven days a week. Why? Because it's actually easier to do something with 100% commitment than to put 90% of yourself into something where you find yourself holding back, giving yourself excuses, and always looking back to that 5% of the time for the escape plan. It's amazing how the mind is always looking for the way out. But if you just say, I'm in, this is what I do, I'm doing this, amazingly, you just do it. Think about brushing your teeth. You don't wait for Sunday to roll around. Ooh, I don't have to brush my teeth on Sunday. (laughs) No, you brush your teeth seven days a week. And I bet you don't really whine about it like you did when you were three. Rising before the sun gives me time to myself to focus my attention on what's important to me, to practice gratitude, to prepare myself for the day and for my students, and to also feel how my body-mind complex is today in comparison to yesterday and to the day before that and to the day before that. In doing so, I get to witness the patterns of energy in my body And I'm able to notice when my energy is dipping or rising, if I'm feeling vital or inspired, or even if I'm noticing achiness or sort of a low-grade depression that's starting to come across. Because I want to pay attention and tend to these things when they're small so that things don't get out of control. Number three, this one might feel a little bit morbid. I ask myself frequently, what if I were to die tomorrow? Am I doing what I want to be doing the day before my death? Am I doing it with the people that I would want to be doing it the day before my death? 
And then quite frankly, I just follow the wisdom that comes from knowing that every given moment is a gift. And I never know when my last breath, last breath is going to be given to me. And so I might as well live really well with the people I want to be living with as if my death is right around the corner. Strange and wonderful. <laughs> Number three, I ask myself, what if I were to die tomorrow? Number four, this one is super practical. I just eat predominantly vegetables and I don't eat after 7 p.m. Even if it means I skip dinner or I go to bed hungry, I take that as a blessing and as an opportunity for my body to just sort of clear things out. I move my body five or six days a week and I'm not afraid to stay in my pajamas a whole day every once in a blue moon. This is the catch-all, this number four. This one is all about focus, moderation, and balance. Mostly plants, mostly vegetables. I don't eat after 7 p.m. If I have to skip dinner, on occasion I do it because I want my body to be clear. I move my body regularly and consistently, and I'm not afraid to stay in my PJs. This is the catch-all. And then number five, maybe my favorite, I always have fresh flowers in my home. And I prefer ones that are smelly. I love to be surrounded by life, by color, by beauty, by organization, and joy. So that's it, you guys. Today, these are just five of the things that I do with a few other little bits and pieces thrown in. This is very Brit style. Here's the deal. To purify your vessel, you have to look at what you're putting in your body and what you're bringing in through your five senses, your eyes, your ears, your nose, your tongue, and your skin. You simply have to pay attention and then choose what helps you rise. There comes a point on every person's journey where we have to drop the fairy tale notion that everything we do is going to feel good while we're doing it. We have to recognize that sometimes we have to do what we don't want to do, like get out of bed or go for a walk. Right? We have to do the things that we don't feel like doing in order to feel good later. We have to come to the recognition that sometimes to receive the benefits on the other side, you just gotta do it. It is my deep knowing that every human being has within them absolutely everything they need already to rise into their next best and highest evolution. And you, dear one, are no exception. So today, I hope you turn your attention toward the sun. I hope you look at the ways in which you can purify your vessel, rise into your next best and highest evolution, optimize your energy, your work, and your love in this one precious life. That's all, dear one. And that is everything. That's it for today. This is Britt B. Steele, and this is the It's All Right Here podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's little lesson with a few little surprises and inspirations. And if you'd like more, you can go to brittbsteel.com forward slash rising. There you will both receive an invitation to join our free online community where we share inspiration, tips, tricks, recipes, meditations, yoga practices, and all sorts of good little lovin' For anybody and anyone who is interested in rising into their next best and highest evolution. Also, there you will receive a food guide to help you purify your vessel. 
So thank you again for being here. Big love to you wherever you may be, and I look forward to being with you next time. Oh, one last thing. If you liked this podcast, please do pay it forward by liking it where you listened, sharing it on your social media, and paying it forward to anyone and any, everyone who could use a little more light in their lives. Thank you again, and sweet day to you.